and welcome to Unleash Your Inner Diva, the podcast designed to bring out the inner goddess in all of us. Join your host, Serena Novelli, as she delves deep into the world of self-love, female sexuality, conscious dating, personal growth, and all-round happiness. Now, let's get into today's episode. Hey, and welcome to Unleash Your Inner Diva, the podcast. My name is Serena Novelli. I am a certified sex, love and relationship coach specializing in female sexuality. And I'm here today with the gorgeous Celeste Rose. I'm super excited as well because we're going to be talking a little bit about the tantric path. But before we do, I'm going to hand it over to Celeste so that she can introduce herself to you all. Welcome. Thank you. Thank you. My name is Celeste Rose and I'm a body confidence and sexual empowerment coach specializing in helping women reconnect with their bodies and reclaim their sexuality as a source of personal power. I love that. We're going to be talking about the intersection between um, sexuality and spirituality and how the tantric path can support that and help to liberate women in particular and to heal them, right? Yes. Yes. Amazing. Okay. So tell me a little bit about what tantric sex is. Mm, Yeah. So for me, tantric sexuality is really a way to use our experience in our bodies and experience with our sexuality to really go on a path of spiritual awakening and through the sensations and the pleasure we experience in our body, really connect with something bigger than ourselves. Yeah. And I think um, when we start to open up in this work, that's when we start, the spirituality starts to come in, right? We start to open up and we start to kind of realize how powerful it is when we connect to our own source of energy and how we can use that in our path. So what do you feel then is causing women, maybe particularly, but people in general, how they, you know, when they're disconnecting from their sexuality, what do you believe the cause is for that? Yeah. And I think it can be different. There's a, there's a full range of things that can cause people to disconnect um, or reject their sexuality. But for me, it was a result of growing up in a religious cult and having sexuality, self-pleasure, really the, the sins of the flesh, this idea that I could be either a sexual person and I would go to hell or that I could be non-sexual and spiritual, and then I would go to heaven. And so it almost caused me to, you know, have to choose between the two and really get stuck in the middle because I believe that we are at our core sexual and spiritual beings. So um, the religious, I believe the religious conditioning, guilt and shame around sexuality, trauma, negative body image. There's so many things that, that we as women or, or humans and female bodies experience when it comes to our sexuality, that it can become a deep source of shame. And in order to avoid this experience of shame, we often disassociate or disconnect from our sexuality altogether. Yeah. And I grew up in a Christian background. It wasn't to we we didn't like we didn't go to church every Sunday but I was in the girls brigade and actively within that community 
and the views of of the church as such can really especially at a young age can really impact your your belief system and give you that fear of wanting to explore your own sexual identity and who you are I feel now in I'm going back I'm I'm in my 40s so when I was a child it was a long time ago now um, but like when I look at my children and I've got older children I've got um, a 26 year old and a 20 year old my daughter who's 20 um, at this moment she's at a pride event because um, you know she believes that that everybody should be able to love whomever that they they want to love and my son mm-hmm. is transition transitioning he's always been um, unsure of his sexual identity but he's he's just split up from a very long relationship with a female and he's kind of realizing that maybe he's got female qualities right now. So he's in that transition of trying to figure out who he is as a person or who she is because he's, he's still unsure. And then I've got a 13 year old who identifies as a boy and I make the mistake sometimes, even though I do this work of, of saying you you're very beautiful and I get, some daggers because that's not how he's identifying but I feel like now there's so we're so more open to um, allowing for people to be able to be who they want to be whereas when I was young we did have more of that religious background you you didn't have sex so you got married if you did like you were shaming your family and then you, you kind of stayed in that marriage because that's just what your parents did or your grandparents did and that's just how life was I had my child out of wedlock and and very well at 18 pretty young and yeah I felt really shameful about that so something that should have been pleasurable and enjoyable for me was surrounded by shame and other people's opinions all of the time so with with how you view things um, and your own journey how do you feel having stepped into this world of um, sexuality of becoming this amazing coach in the industry how do you feel that you evolved into that Mm, yeah well really for me this path came from my uh, disconnection from myself and from the the shame that I experienced around my sexuality. And I didn't really notice that it was shame. I really struggled with unwanted excess weight, uh, negative body image, and felt very uh, disconnected in my relationship. And it, it manifested in wanting to avoid intimacy, wanting to avoid sex, hiding, covering up my body with maybe baggy clothes or, you know, um, only changing in the dark so that my partner didn't see me. And so I, I really recognized that there was something going on. There was something deeper that I hadn't really explored yet. And so of course, you know, I was like, well, I'm going to become a sex and intimacy coach. (laughs) And, uh, I feel like a lot of times the things that we're drawn to for a profession um, or a life path is really a, a part of our own self-healing. And so that led me to, um, you know, to go on that journey. And I really recognized all of the deep levels of and layers of conditioning 
and beliefs and also trauma that have disconnected me in my life from connecting with my power and really owning and inhabiting my sexuality. And this is something that I haven't really talked much about, but growing up in a religious environment that was heavily restricted and also, you know, a lot of, like you were mentioning other people's opinions and realizing that maybe I'm not uh, as heterosexual as I thought I was, that maybe I'm attracted to women as well. And maybe I'm attracted to men and maybe it doesn't matter the gender, but more so the energy and, and the aliveness of the person and, and really allowing myself to open up my mind, open up my body and, and pay attention to how my body responds to things rather than how my mind would respond to things. Because I mean, even after this whole journey and everything that I've learned and and all of the information and processes that that I've been through, there are still parts of my mind that say, oh, people are going to judge you for that or that's wrong or that's, you know, and so I really like, I just want to celebrate you as a mother um, doing this work, this space that you're holding for your children to be able to find their unique sexual identity outside of the lens of what society and culture tells them that they have to be because of the gender of the body that they live in. And I just think that's so important. Like we learn certain things are wrong at a young age. And when we grow up, I think this is very true for people that grew up in a religious environment that and also the LGBTQ community, that if something they're, they're conditioned to believe something is wrong, that when they get to the point that they accept it for themselves, there's still that like in the back of their mind, that shame or that fear of being condemned or, or whatever for their decisions. And so it's not a flip that just switches, right? Like we have to work with the nervous system and we have to acknowledge those underlying beliefs and rewrite that story for ourselves so that we can be free to have the fullest sexual experience possible. Yeah, definitely. My son, when he like, so he's been home about eight weeks from splitting up with his, his partner. And, um, he sent me a text message to to say now he's he's 26 now but he had already dabbled in this when he was a teenager he'd already had this we'd had a conversation about it and he'd asked me to buy him certain items of clothing and and shoes and things like he was experimenting so he messaged me and and I said to him it doesn't matter who you are it doesn't matter what who you love, what you choose to wear, who you choose to identify with. I love you for who you are inside. And so however you change your outside um, or whatever, you're still going to be that same person inside to me. So he, it doesn't matter who, who, what anybody else thinks of you. Like he said, do you think I could go down to the shop and I could wear this wig down the shop? And I was like, why can't you? Because do you know, it doesn't matter what they think. It's, it's, it's how you feel in your body when you're wearing that, that, that matters. So if it makes you feel good, that's what you wear. Um, and he said, I don't know why I was so afraid to say it. I, don't, I have no idea why I was so afraid to tell you. He said, I knew that you'd be okay with everything. And I was like, we, we love you for who you are. All of you, like we love all of my children. Who, it doesn't matter. We love you all. Hit that subscribe button yet. Go on, go on. You know you want to.
yeah it's just he, he keeps coming into my room with like a, a wig on and, and and something else on and and I just say I just speak to him normally I'm not even acknowledging that he's wearing it as such because I don't want to make a big fuss about it go oh my gosh you look gorgeous like that I just want it to be a natural thing like he can just come down and he can just sit and he can feel that that's how that that's how he he wants to be that's fine and it doesn't really matter either like if you you think about like the sexual pleasure like young people don't we that we don't have these conversations as, as like we never had them right I never had them with my parents I remember oh, watching yeah. like I don't know like dirty dancing on the telly with my parents and cringing every time they got close to each other and wanted to hide behind my my cushion or something because there hadn't been that those open conversations of how how you would feel inside when you see things like that because of what has been told um, by other people and those feelings that you have like turn on or whatever when you see things like that on the on the you've been conditioned to think it's bad right that it's you shouldn't be having them so with regards to intimacy and this sexual like this this sexual shame um, you were speaking about your body image you were speaking about how you had like you wanted it to be dark when you were getting changed that again I think we've got a movement going now where where youngsters can feel a little bit more comfortable in their skin even though there is still so much social shaming as soon as somebody like you know a celebrity goes on a beach with their bikini on if they've got a bit of cellulite you know it's being it's being targeted and and it's never in a positive light is it in social media or in the news and media itself but with with people like us going out there and and sharing our knowledge I think the younger generations are starting to take the reins now and say no this has got to stop and I feel that that there will be at some point, even though it's always going to be, there's always going to be things that need to, you know, that we need to work with. But I do feel that the younger generation now with the support of our generation is able to then make a stance, which I feel is really good. I think there's going to be lots of sexual liberation going on everywhere <laughs> all of the time. I hope so. Yeah. <laughs> so how did finding Tantra support you to connect to your sexuality yeah so it really I didn't even when I signed up at the tantric institute I didn't even know what that meant <laughs> I just I I was a full body yes my body was my body said yes and so <laughs> I'm in the the business of listening to my body because I trust that my body will tell me what I need and this, the tantric path really brought these two parts of my life that I had disconnected from the sexuality and the spirituality, and they brought them together. And they said that actually, not only is this okay, but in fact, it can be a source of liberation and it can help you reconnect with God. And that was just something that I even feel emotional as I talk about that. Yeah, just growing up in this environment where I just felt like I couldn't be me. I felt like I couldn't be free. And this path has really just taught me that like nothing is bad. Nothing is wrong. My desires aren't bad or wrong or shameful. My body isn't bad or wrong or shameful. And that in fully embracing all of me, that I can be free. And 
and I can experience pleasure and I can experience, I can be in my body. I think that because of this source of shame, um, particularly, I think around self-pleasure as a child, because that was something I explored. And then I, I believed that I was going to go to hell because of it. So there was just so much fear in my nervous system that it really, it really had me disassociated from my body. If, if pleasure was bad and wrong and to be in my body where I could experience pleasure, uh, was bad. I just kind of disconnected. And so for a very long time, I didn't even feel sensations in my body. I didn't feel the contraction in my heart when I was feeling grief. I didn't feel the flutter in my stomach when I was excited. And I didn't feel the arousal and turn on in my genitals when I, when there was something that, that turned me on. And so this has really allowed me to get back in my body and to really pay attention to the sensation, the pleasure, uh, and the way my body's communicating with me in a way that like, I get to work together with her. We get to live this life together and we get to explore and have fun. And, and in doing so, we can actually connect with something bigger than ourselves, with God, with the universe and with my partner. It's been such a transformative experience to go from being shut down and disconnected to being fully in my body and in pursuit of pleasure. So it's been really empowering. Amazing. I love that. And I'm just going to go back to where you said about being a child and not knowing, you know, if you were, you were going to go somewhere like, like hell because of this, this beautiful pleasure that you're experiencing through something that's meant to be forbidden. Um, I feel like so many of us feel that. And this is why we're doing this work, because we have dealt with things that that were invisible, that, that don't exist because of what other people's perceptions are on us. And I feel I do like speaking, I've spoken to a few of the Vita coaches who have gone, you know, who were in our cohort and, and have done this work and the transformational processes that we have had doing this course, being together and experiencing what we've experienced over the past 18 months from where we were to start off with. You're right. This is why, you know, we've had this experience as, as, as children. We've then it's it's taken hold of our nervous system we've then followed this path to try and liberate ourselves and and come to this realization that everybody needs to feel this like this is not just for us it's I mean it's good we feel it it's good we get it and we understand it but now because we do it needs to be shared with the world Mm -hmm. and and our life path is that's it we, we know where we, we know why we're here. We, we know that it's to bring <laughs> pure pleasure, right? It's to bring pure pleasure, yeah. in any kind of form, because we have found the source of how we can do that. Yeah. Yeah. And, and when I really connect in with like, what is the purpose and mission of my business and, and why I'm here, it is to help people to release shame and restore wholeness. And I really believe that is in connecting the mind, body, and spirit and pleasure is is really, I feel integral to that embodiment that we all desire. Yeah. Thank you for sharing an insight for me. It's been an absolute pleasure. Uh, Would you like to tell everybody where they can find you? 
Mm, yes, my business name is Sensual Leadership Academy. And you can find me on Facebook under the Sensual Leadership Academy, as well as Instagram, Sensual underscore Leadership underscore Academy. Amazing. Till next time, everybody. Take care. Thanks for listening to this episode of Unleash Your Inner Diva. If you liked what you heard, be sure to hit like, subscribe, and leave us a comment. Have a burning question for Serena or a topic you'd love her to discuss on the show? Get in touch. Check out www.lovethybodyproject.com. You can also reach Serena on Instagram at Serena Novelli. Until next time, remember, you got this, diva.